Hello, hello, and welcome back to Mindfully Rich Podcast, your weekly look at life and finances with a twist where we talk about improving your overall relationship with money and building better financial habits. On each episode, I'll discuss real life situations and give y'all practical advice to apply to your life. The point of this podcast is to help you stay in your financial lane and enhance your overall financial behaviors so you won't be broke. I'm the creator and host, Richie. Now, let's get into today's conversation. What's up, y'all? We are here in episode 49. I had to do a big pause because I had to remember what episode is today, okay? (laughs) Sometimes I have it together, but today is late, okay? And it's been a long day. So we are back for episode 49. Thank you to all of y'all out there who have been supporting the podcast for all 49 episodes. Y'all been rocking with the kid for a while. I truly appreciate it. Make sure if you haven't subscribed to the podcast that you stop, take a moment right now, look at your phone, okay? Whatever device you own and make sure you hit that subscribe. Also, while you right there, while you listen to the episode, write your girl a review, Go ahead and do that while you're listening to me right now. Before we even get into the episode topic today, go ahead and write that review. And if you're not following the podcast page, my social media platform of choice is IG. Check me out at mindfully underscore rich underscore podcast. Okay. And so if you haven't checked out last week's episode, it was dope. Episode 48 was about negotiating your pay, your salary, and it was some good gems dropped in that episode. So if you haven't listened to it after you hear this one, make sure you stay tuned and listen to that one, okay? Just go ahead and make sure you just press play. You already own my podcast page, okay? Just press 48, the episode 48, all right? So we're going to go ahead and move into today's Mindful Money Moment. And today is titled, it's good, y'all, okay? This is a good one. It's going to ruffle some feathers, but it's good, okay? We're going to talk about how you can stop normalizing being broke. Y'all, oh my God, I feel like being broke has been, it's become something that people have glorified, okay? I'm broke. I'm this. I can't. I can't do this. I ain't got enough money for that, okay? Um, Or people calling themselves broke, like, we got to stop doing that. We also got to stop glorifying people who say they don't have money for stuff all the time. Okay. We can't do that. We not doing that here on Mindfully Rich Podcast. I am here to ruffle the feathers and say what needs to be said, because guess what? It needs to be said. Okay. And so the reason why I want to talk about how we can stop normalizing broke is because there are so many people out here, yes, I know that they're struggling, right? So according to the Financial Health Network, there are 167 million people who are either financially vulnerable or they're financially coping. And so take that how you want to take that when you hear those words, but what that basically breaks down and what it looks like is there's 160 million people out here who can't save because they don't make enough money to save. They also can't pay their bills on times. They're struggling with their day-to-day finances. They're unable to manage their money or some type of aspect in their financial life. That's a lot of people. 167 million, y'all. That's a lot of people. Okay. And so there's a need for this conversation just because 
even if you're not the person that's normalizing broke, right? We don't want to make that acceptable. Even when we hear, say, our friends, our family members, people who are close to us, when they say that they're struggling financially, that's when you need to go into those conversations. Like, what's the why's, okay? I'm a Capricorn, so I'm real deep. So I really like to dig deep down into those whys. And please understand my reason for talking about this is to help people. It is not to down anyone. I understand we are all out here doing the best that we can with the knowledge that we have. But that's the reason why I created this podcast, because I want to make sure that I'm giving y'all a breath of fresh air of what you can do so you don't feel like you have to be struggling, right? That's a mindset. And so getting out of that mindset is something that we're going to talk about today. And so I'm going to go over five steps so that you can get out of that broke mentality. If you happen to be in that or say it's one of your family members or your friends who's in this, you know, you could pass this information along to them so that they can get the same thing you get in by listening to Mindfully Rich Podcast right now. All right. Let's go ahead and jump into those steps. So step number one, so that you can get out of that broke mindset, that broke mentality. The step one is you have to admit that you're struggling. You have to admit that right now things are not looking up for me. It's not going good. I'm not managing my money. I don't have enough to do what it is that I need to do. When we stop lying to ourselves Things start to get in place because the longer you tell yourself the lie of it's going to be okay, or you can say it's going to be okay, or the lie of I got this and you know that you don't got this at this moment, you're going to continue to keep moving in the direction that you're moving in. You have got to admit, I need help. I need to do something different than what I've continued to do because it's not working for me financially. Okay, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again. And so if you know, currently I'm struggling in my finances, I'm not managing my money. You need to make sure that you first admit that. And that goes into step two. Step two is getting up, get out and doing something after you know that you have defined that you are struggling. You need to figure out what does that look like for you? How do I get up, get out, and get something? Now, that's an outcast lyric. That's just me being silly right now. <laughs> but it's true, okay? I'm not laughing at anybody's situation because check this out. I'm going to tell you all my broke story. It's coming, okay? But getting up, get out, and get something, you do have to figure out, for the most part, when you're struggling financially, there's an imbalance going on between your income and your debts, your expenses, the things that you spend money on. So there's an imbalance there. So when there's an imbalance there, you have to either A, make more money, B, decrease the amount of money that you're spending. But we're going to talk about that. And so when you're looking at that, you need to make sure, is my income sufficient for all of the things that... I'm currently buying or I'm currently spending money on. That's a decision that you're going to have to make. And so step three is when you're looking at your income, all of your bills, you got to create a budget. You need a budget. Okay. That's an app. But seriously, if you don't have a budget, you need one because all a budget does is make sure you are allotting your money where it is. It needs to be allotted, making sure 
when I get my money in, okay, the money that's going out is going out to the places that need to be paid so that you can ensure my bay, my, my bay, my bills, my bay must be coming. What? Come on, God. Don't hate and send that to me while I'm talking. <laughs> my bills are paid on time. I'm going to be able to make sure that my bills are paid. That's what a budget does. You're making sure your needs are are satisfied. So that's your bills, whatever your expenses are, your debts are. And then you get a chance to satisfy those wants. When you making sure that the needs are there first, you know, you know, this is going to be covered, right? The things that you want after that have to fall in line after the things that you have to pay for those things that you absolutely need. And so a budget helps you to do that. And then it also helps you so that you're able to allot money so that you can save. Okay. Lots of people. There are so many people. I don't know what the stats are of people who don't have an extra hundred dollars or they don't have an extra $500 or an extra thousand. That's normally the increments that you hear those stats in. And so it's big. It's a big number of people. I just said 167 million people out here struggling. Okay. So you want to ensure that when you're creating that budget, you're able to also create a savings. Even if that's a small savings that you're creating, you want to make sure it's something. Something is always better than nothing. And I know there are people that's like, I can't save. I've looked at it. I've looked at every single thing. I, I just can't, I can't make any room. We got to think about the things that we spend money on. I'm going to let y'all know this. When I was at a point, when I was in my broke stage, when I was trying to get out of broke, I still was buying liquor. I was still buying wine. Your girl was drinking wine every single night because it's something about being broke. It's something about being depressed while you're broke that makes you feel like you want to drink. And you find money to drink. So if I could find money to go and buy Roscado and Stella, okay, I could have used that same money to save. That's something, whether that's $15, $25, because I was drinking wine every night. So the bottles was getting bought. So we have to look at our priorities. What is it that you're really trying to do? And that goes back to step one. You got to admit that you're struggling. You got to be willing to change that around as well. Okay, so you got to create that budget. Budgets are easy. And I don't want y'all to say, no, it's easy to you because you're in the financial world. What a budget is, you look at how much money you have coming in. You designate all of that money that's going out. You have to name everything that's going out and you add it up. It's simple math. We didn't all been through math. So it's simple math and you're adding up those things. This is the thing. If you add up all of your expenses and your bills and it's too much for the income that you're bringing in, you got to cut back. That's step four. You got to decrease the amount of money that you're spending that you have going out. Okay. If that means I can't buy certain things anymore. I can't go on vacation like I would like to. I can't go out with the homies, whomever it is you're going out with. I can't do date nights. I can't go to restaurants. That's just what you got to do. You have to make those sacrifices unless you're good with normalizing being broke. I don't want anybody to be good with normalizing that. And so if you're in a situation where you're trying to get out of that stage, these steps will definitely help you along the way. And so when you're looking at decreasing the things that you're spending your money on, you have to just look. Okay, so let's go through it one by one. I've did some episodes on this. I can't tell you now which ones it is. So many episodes, y'all. But right now, when we're looking at the things we're spending money on, rent 
and your vehicles are normally your biggest payments, right? Rent and or mortgage and your vehicle, right? Those are your biggest payments normally that people are making out along with food. Food is probably the next. Those are probably the three most expensive things that we spend money on. So you have to look at, can I afford where I'm living? I did an episode on the cost of living and looking at, you know, where it is that you currently stay. Can I afford where I stay at? Because if I can't, I need to look elsewhere so I can decrease that expense. Is my mortgage affordable for me? Because if it's not, you need to look at refinance options. Is my vehicle, if I pay a payment on that, is that affordable for me? If it's not, once again, you need to look into refinance options so you can lower that payment. Your utilities, are they in a good spot? When you're buying food, am I buying too much food? Can I afford the amount of food that I'm purchasing? Do I need to decrease the amount of food that I'm purchasing? Look at every other single bill that you have, right? I got an episode coming up when I'm talking about how to look at your budget to see if you can create a new bill. That's coming up. But you need to look at what are the bills that you've created, right? We create bills. If you go out and you have special personal care things that you do, are you able to afford that? You just need to look at every single thing that you're spending money on. If you don't know what you're spending money on, pull your credit card statement or your bank statement. It will let you know. So that way you're able to see what your bills and what your expenses really look like. And if you need to cut back, you need to figure out how am I going to cut back? And if you don't know off top, pull those statements. So that way that can tell you what it is you're spending your money on. And step five is you got to start saying some positive affirmations, okay? You got to get in a rhythm. You got to speak it, okay? Me and my Lord are very, we are very cool, okay? And I speak everything into existence. I am one of those people. Now, y'all already know what I'm about to say. I have, still haven't spoke this one thing into existence. I've been talking about it a long time. Lord, come on now. I'm telling the people I speak stuff into existence. I got to show them. <laughs> But you got to get on that positive affirmation train. You got to start speaking these things into existence. And so I think rappers was on to something. There's so many rappers that talk about, I get money, 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 this, money, that, money, this. They speak in affirmations, okay? They know what it's about, okay? And then for the most part, they get, they do be getting money. So we need to look at how we're speaking, what that self-talk is looking like inside of us so that we can do something different, speak a different language. Okay. Instead of, I don't have money. I got all the money. Okay. I'm getting money. Money is coming to me now. Okay. When I'm praying with my friends, we, I always say money is coming from the North, South, East, and West. I learned that from my cousin, my cousin, TJ, he always prayed that over me when I was going through a bad time. Okay. And so you just have to get a new speak and a new speech over what it is that you're speaking over yourself when it comes to your financial life. Okay. So hopefully y'all got those five steps. And the reason why I can speak to these steps, I don't want anybody to say, you know, it's easy for you. You must have money. You must have this. You must have that. It was a point y'all I have struggled. Okay. I have struggled. And so these steps are steps that I've had to put in place in my own life. When I wasn't making no money, I live in California, y'all. Okay. I had a job where I was only making $18.50 in my adult's life. Okay. In my 30s. Okay. Here in California. Okay. And that ain't no money. Especially when you got two kids and you're trying to take care of a household. I had to do these steps. I had to figure out what did I want? Did I want something better in my life? 
Was I going to be content with normalizing being broke in my life? Okay. And so that's something that you have to think about in your own life. Okay. And that's going to be up to you. If you decide, I, you know, I don't want nothing more in my life. I can't do it. That's going to be you. But there are options out there. If you in a job right now and that job, you know, is dead in, it's not paying you what it is that you need to be paid. Why are you still in it? Figure out what else can you do? Are there promotion opportunities for you? Do you need to make a change? Do I need to get a part-time job for a little while? Do I need to monetize a passion project or get a side hustle? What does that look like for you? What are you willing to do to change your situation basically? Okay. I just don't want us to be normalizing being broke. And so that's the reason why I wanted to talk about this today. And so thank y'all for tuning in to that session of Mindfully Rich Podcast. Now I'm going to go ahead and move on to tell you about the Mindfully Rich Savings Challenge. If you haven't already, if you're new to the podcast, I got a challenge going on. Go ahead and check me out on IG at mindfully underscore rich underscore podcast. You'll see all of the information regarding um, the Savings Challenge. Episode 37, I believe, is where I first detail the Savings Challenge. I go into depth of what's going on, how to get into the mindset of saving because I know everybody is not used to saving. That's not something that I even grew up with, but check this out. That's something that I'm building now and I'm also building amongst my kids. People talk about building generational wealth all the time. And I know wealth is not only created by saving, but check this out. The money that I'm saving, I can invest so that I am able to create the generational wealth that I want to create in my life. Okay. So check that out. The Mindfully Rich Savings Challenge is going on right now. We are in week nine, I believe. So your deposits for, if you're listening today, March 5th, Deposits for the $5,000 PATH is $30 and deposit for the $2,500 PATH is $15. And so as we move into week 10, y'all, week 10, where y'all at that's been saving? Yes. Okay. Y'all been getting it. Congratulations to you. Okay. You out here doing it, especially if you didn't save all 10 weeks. Okay. For week 10, we're moving into, that's going to be deposits are due on December 12th into your savings account. And so on December, I said December, y'all, March, March 12th. <laughs> I don't even know where I got December from. March 12th, $55 is going to be the deposit if you're on the $5,000 path. And okay, you're going to have to cut that in half. What's that? 20? Oh, shoot. I don't know. <laughs> I can't add it up quick enough. That's $2,250 maybe, okay? That's going to be for the $2,500 path, okay? So, you know what? On that note, that's it. Y'all make sure y'all listen, listen, listen. <laughs> share, share, share. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast and um, just share it, okay? Let's just keep sharing the podcast. And so, I want y'all to live life mindfully, intentionally, and on purpose. Until next time, when I hit y'all with another one.